Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 47 of The Good, The Dan, The Florida Man, with you as always, your hosts. Hi, I'm Ryan, and I'm The Good, and I'm happy to be here, and we've also got some of The Dan. Hi, I'm The Dan, and we also have a, a boy named Benathan. Okay. Yes. I love it so Hi, much. I'm Benathan, <laughs> and I am the Florida Man. Thank you yes. for joining us. If this is your first time uh, listening or watching, we hope we do or say something to make you want to come back next week. Like we call are ben three stand. What? <laughs> you know, something that makes someone want to come back next week, like calling you Benathan, oh, discovering yeah. your true name. Right. His true name. Yeah. Benathan. Sure. Ben what if that was his Mormon name? <laughs> this is like the secret Mormon name that you get. <laughs> you know, Benjamin's like. A real name. Already biblical. I don't like yeah, Benjamin, but... though. I want to call you Benathan. Uh... So we are three stand-up comedians who uh, had the world shut down during COVID. We turned to the, the medium of uh, podcasting just to keep this little comedy muscle going. Um, <laughs> and we tell stories and, and share jokes and a whole lot of stuff. Today's episode, we will be answering any and all as many of your, your emails that you've sent us over the past month. This is our audience submission yeah. episode. So hopefully you've sent us some things that are worth answering so we can give you the wrong answer. Yes. That are worth answering. What, what you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. What? No. There are questions that are not worth answering, right? What? No. Yeah, there are. There are definitely those questions. Uh, I always love that there are that there's oh. the teacher thing of like there are no stupid questions. It's like yeah there are there are there's definitely a, there's some a stupid lot of stupid questions. questions. And I'll give you some stupid answers. Yeah right. <laughs> uh, this episode is coming out sometime in April. I forgot to do the math on that before we started recording. But uh, do you guys have any shows coming up? Oh boy, mostly colleges. I'm gonna be performing in Wyoming and Anchorage and uh, then... there are colleges in those places. Yeah yeah dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> I actually wild, was super bro. hyped. Uh, and then I'm a gonna... college at Anchorage sounds fun. Right, I'm so excited. And then I'm also going to be going to Germany towards the end of the month. So really? yeah. if you're a German listener and you want to see me in person, you're going to have to stalk my whereabouts in Germany. Are you performing in Germany or just kind of like going? No, just going. Okay. I actually, I am going to probably film some stuff there though as the German character <laughs> because like I'm going to the source for the news. Yeah, no, no. I dare you to wrong. do that to German people. I dare you to go and like interview people yeah, in no, their excellency. I oh. think they would. I think they would love my jokes. I, just, uh, <laughs> I want to see. It's going to go poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Right? I want to record you getting beat up. <laughs> oh, come on. World look, star. Look, they're not allowed to do that anymore. German okay? star. <laughs> Germans beat up Jewish comedian. That's not going to go well. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Correct. Uh, they and then they would prison. be like, it's not because he's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm going to make it exclusively it's everything about else. that. <laughs> it's, every, it's, it's everything else. And everyone would be like, yeah. I was yeah. about to do a very poor German accent and be like, it's because he's making fun of our German accent. The German. Oh. Someone actually called me out on it. They were like, that's Edward Richtofen from Call of Duty Nazi Zombies. And I was like, that's exactly where that voice comes from. <laughs> you didn't have to agree. Ryan, no, no, what, what you don't know is Ryan is secretly auditioning for Oppenheimer. <gasps> oh, I would love to. Oh, Who's my gosh. Oppenheimer. He's, uh, well, it, it's the guy who did the Manhattan Project. Christopher Nolan. Oh. That's the new Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Oh, see, that's the answer I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah, a play or a movie no. of some sort. It's okay. Be... It's Oppenheimer. Well, 
Ryan will be at colleges and places that shouldn't have them. And yeah, yeah. Uh, May, I have a few shows in May. Um, I will be May 19th. I'll be in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Summit City Comedy Club. May 20th through the 21st, I'll be in Appleton, Wisconsin at the Skyline Comedy Club. And Ryan, your head is blocking the thing. Uh, on May 22nd, I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky at the Louisville Comedy Club. Those tickets are already on sale, so check my website. Dan? I'll probably just be joining Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, with that being said, we're going to uh, leave this intro and head right into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Delicious. I love meat and potatoes. Your emails. You sent us emails. Are we going to do the update? We're going to start with the update. Would you like me to do the reading? Yeah, go for the, go for the... Good evening, gentlemen. This is from Abs Labs. It's the Mad Doctor from Absolutely Not Labs. We at the Lab are excited to see the podcast return. With a new season, it's time to officially crown the season one winner of GDFM Challenge, Ben Brainerd. Yeah. There's no shock there. There's no prize, just bragging rights. But if we know Ben, that's plenty. Now it's on to season two, and the scores have been reset to zero. Thank God. We're already uh, sent our first question of season two. If you have the ability to give anyone an orgasm just by pointing finger guns at them saying pew... How would you flagrantly misuse the power? The results are in in first place with 64.7% vote is Dan. In second place with 29.4% of the vote is Ben. And third place goes to Ryan. Ryan, you know we love you, right? We don't need to do... That's less than 6%. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Oh, let's just move on, apparently. If it makes you feel any better, I wanted second. Oh, it makes it worse. <laughs> bonus points. One of, your, one of uh, your listeners expressed it perfectly. I bonus point to Ryan breaking his innocent facade and messing with people. One point to Dan for defending uh, others and completely destroying terrible people's lives. And one point for Ben for the pure psychological torture. That's that favorite. The current score is Dan at four, Ben at three, Ryan at two. Ready for the next challenge? Click the prompt and good luck. Yeah. All right. Challenge. I will click the prompt here. All right, welcome to the April Challenge, Ben, Dan, and Ryan. Many thanks to Sabi G, or Sabi G, sorry if I mispronounced her name, for her suggestion for this month's challenge, Battle of the Fans. The challenge, please set a 10-minute timer and have your phones ready to go live on TikTok. For the duration of the 10-minute timer, you will all go live simultaneously. Your job is to get as many views as you can in the 10-minute window. Since many of your audiences overlap, you'll have to be creative and quick to get and keep their attention. There are no rules governing what you can or cannot do to try to get viewers, but there is one big catch. As of today's count, Ryan has 4 million followers, Ben has 2.4 million followers, and Daniel has 1.7 million followers. Because your live streams will be pushed out to different size audiences, we have to adjust a bit. Each of you will get to count a different percentage of views. Uh, those percentages are known only to us right now, but we assure you will will be more than fair. At the end of the 10 minutes, once you end your live stream, please report two important statistics. One, how many views you had over the course of your stream. Two, the number of viewers in the stream when the timer went off. We'll base bonus points off of this. You can enter those numbers directly below in this document and we'll see them. We will do the math and report back. In the end, you must rely on your own creativity and the loyalty of and love of your fans to win. Good luck, gentlemen. Absolutely not, Labs. Wow. Interesting. Oh, that's such a good one. I love that so much. You guys ready? I'm, I'll set a timer. I will set my TikTok up. Okay. We're going to... Yeah, Dan, get your get your TikTok live ready, I suppose. Competing. Oh, wait, before we go live, we should probably say how many people we have on live right now. Oh, oh that is a good statistic. 
that I've never really paid attention to. Hey, look, it's Ahmed. Yeah. He's the first video that popped up. Oh, it's teaching his white roommate to dance. I miss white roommate. Yeah, you are. (laughs) All right. Live. Mine says I have 408.2 thousand followers active right now. Okay. How do you see that? Ben does not. Or Dan does not have the. Many to update the app. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Well, he also has an Android. (gasps) Oh, that's the blasphemy. uh, I'm naming this Help Me Beat Youth Pastor Ryan. I hope people don't take that the wrong way. Competing for your love. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah, by the way, I'm uh, 863 right now. You're at 863,000 live followers, like people live right now? Okay. I feel like that's a little bit cheating, but all right. Yeah, apparently they're going to even it out. Why do I feel like that's just going to get me crushed? I hope it does. I hope it doesn't. I want to see you lose. I, 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 why would they make it based on percentages? Oh, I'm ready. All right. You ready? Two, one, click. Got it. All right. The timer has begun. The live. Oh, Ryan's putting me and Dan in the background right now. Absolutely. Of course. I don't think that's cheating. I well, first of all, you got to make sure you're still talking to the microphone right now because we are doing a podcast. That is true. We are. On we the are. Cast we right are. Now. We are. Hi, hello, uh, TikTok. Uh, hello and live welcome. Stream. It's uh, it's the good, the Dan, and the Florida man, and we are here doing the podcast. This is actually a great time to promote the podcast. Actually, this yeah. is a great. To be time. completely honest, look at us. Hello and welcome. This is great. Hi, we're here. Yeah, we this... got the boys. We're here. If you yep. guys, so we're competing right now. Which means that I'm not. I'm not keeping a lot of people. I'm very sorry. You're uh, not keeping a lot of people. No, I'm not. I, I, I can the, keep a lot of people. The, the Watch. good, the damn, the Florida man are competing. To if see you guys who can stay get on this most, like people whole in live, live right now, I will win a prize cool. apparently, and I would like to do that. All right, so we don't have Dan's numbers yet. Yet, uh, Ryan, your total viewers twelve hundred and three. I had five hundred and eleven. Uh, your how many viewers did you end with? How many were there at the ten minute mark? Oh, two hundred and like twenty four. Okay, I had one hundred and twenty two. Dan, do you know how many? I had like twenty one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are your numbers. Uh, as soon as we figure out how many viewers Dan had, maybe tomorrow, we'll uh, we'll update that. But with that being said, the the challenge is over. Um, Ryan probably won. I I hope so, but you know what? You'll never know. We'll never know. I no, we'll know. The world may never. Well, because they're gonna we'll, do some. Yeah, we'll math. know by next month. I love that there's a month, a night, like next month in between. Yeah, I mean, you know, stuff happens. Okay. Stuff does happen. Uh, you guys ready to move on to the uh, rest of this? Yeah. Episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have an Amazon package. Let's see if he notices. Nope. Did lo- looked right into this giant window in front of us and did to not. To be clear, it reflects like crazy. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Probably good. Probably. Yeah, I mean, probably otherwise, a good thing. people would see us all naked. <gasps> I just said that just for the people that just listened. <laughs> Suddenly, there's the more interest in the, the GDFM podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You can go to YouTube and then watch us. Um, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna kick off the rest of these uh, questions and messages. So I'll start here. This is from 
Andrea H or Andrea H, whichever one. I apologize. Uh, hello, hello, hello. I love the podcast. I'm so glad you are back with new episodes. Not only have I found you three brought so much joy into my life, but I've also found a wonderful little community amongst other fans of this show, and I'm so thankful for that. I have a question about how you choose where and what venues to perform at. I have noticed that Ben performs mostly at comedy clubs, while Ryan tends to stick more to the college-university circuit. I'm curious about the differences between the two types of shows and why you may prefer one over the other. Much love, Andrea H. Um, it depends on your agent. Ryan has a college agent. I don't. I have a, a normal agent, so he puts <gasps> me at comedy clubs um, and not colleges and universities. I prefer comedy clubs over colleges and universities. Uh, because when I go to a comedy club on just a random day of the week, everyone that comes to it is there to see me and not just because they're a student that got a free ticket. Um, I can also do whatever I want and say whatever I want at a comedy club. Uh, a lot of colleges and universities have like different rules and stuff. And it's not that like kids are soft these days. It just like the, the university cannot pay someone to do certain things. Like that's just the only uh, rule there, um, and especially if you end up at like a Christian university or something. There's, there, yeah, there's rules and stuff that you have to follow. Um, I found the line at many universities. I, I mean, I, I, I could probably still do well at colleges, but again, most of my audience is probably like comedy club aged. They're out of college, so I'd have to tell jokes for kids that are, you know, eight years younger than me, six, wow. seven, eight years younger than me. Uh, they have much different life experiences and, and stuff. So it's easier to tell jokes to people that are around your age that have had similar experiences up to this point than it is to try to tell jokes to people that are way older than you or way younger than you. Um, I think it's especially harder to tell jokes to people that are way younger than you than it is to tell jokes to the people that are way older than you. But that's just a personal preference. Anyone, any other thoughts on that one? I love the college circuit just because it's easy, it pays well, and it's like... It's very nice because it, it is a lot of my audience. Not only that, I still look college age. And so like a lot of people yeah, just do. find it super relatable, uh, especially the things that I talk about. And I talk a lot about college experiences and life and stuff like that. So yeah, people just, I'm I'm still very youthful, you know? So like, even though I'm out of college, it, it, they still relate really hard. And also it's just, it's just nice. It's nice. I like, I like colleges. It's so easy. It's so easy. Because you, you, like they pay you well, you show up. You do a show, and it doesn't matter if four people show up or 400 people show up. Like, it's just, like, you're just going to have fun and get to mess around with kids, and, like, they, they're there to have fun. What do you guys think about Jerry Seinfeld saying that college shows are the worst because everyone is so woke? All my stuff's 100% clean, so I can't actually even speak to that. The um, only thought that I had about Jerry Seinfeld when he said that was, uh, of course you're not good at colleges, Jerry. You're 80. Is he? No, he's not that old, but he's he's... <laughs> Why would Jerry Seinfeld, a man of his age, be able to tell jokes to kids? True. Unless he's, his entire career was built around telling jokes for young people, which it's not. He's just a stand-up comedian. He's really good at stand-up comedy. He's one of the legends. But J there's no reason Jerry Seinfeld should be able to walk into a college and make 18-year-olds laugh the same way that, he does, that he's made 40-year-olds laugh his entire career. It's different. It, you're you're trying to tell jokes to people three generations younger than you, man. Like that's, it's not an easy thing to do, and especially if you're someone that's at that age and has been doing comedy for that long, he'd have to change up so much of his routine 
just to be relatable enough to 18-year-olds for them to understand and laugh at his jokes. It's, it's a ridiculous ask. It's not just that everyone's woke now. It's just that he's missed three generations. Yeah. He didn't grow up with these people. He has no idea how to talk to them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Next question Yay. directed at Dan. Uh, it's freaking me out because this is from Shelby S. And that's my sister's name. So I'm like... Mm. Is, is this it your my sister? sister? And I was like, I don't think it she is. She watches the podcast. I, d- I don't know if she does, but if it is, hi, Shelby. And if mm-hmm. it isn't, hi, Shelby. Uh, You're definitely happier than <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Hey, guys. Uh, love the podcast so much. I listen to it while I'm at work. My question is for everyone. If it was guaranteed that you would survive, would you rather explore a black hole or explore the entire ocean? Ooh. Interesting. Hmm. Guaranteed that I would survive. I would only do it with my sister Shelby. <laughs> uh, I would love to explore. With Am I sister. the only one that's guaranteed to survive? Because I'd love to bring people with me if that's the case. <laughs> I took me a sec. Yeah, it took it me a sec to put together that you're, you'd commit a murder. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. The black hole or the ocean would kill them. I would only uh-huh. want to go into the black hole so I can be like, I know it's in a black hole. I've done that before, but yeah. I feel like I'd love to just get dropped into this <laughs> into the center of the Marianas Trench. And Are just you just going to let that comment <laughs> fade into the ether? But yeah, no, that tracks with me. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> no, that he'd be sassily like, I know it's in a black hole. Because mm-hmm. that was my other thought, too. That's the only other thing that oh, I Oh, yeah, thought. you've also been in a black hole? No, no. I just... I just, I know, but I was thinking it would be fun to be like the sassy one that's just like, I know what's there. I know what's happening in the black hole. Versus the Marianas Trench, I'm, though, I feel like it would be fun to float down. I don't think he heard what you said. I don't think he heard what, what I said. What did you say? I said I already know what's in a black hole, but, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> things I didn't hear for 400. There you go. Oh, there it would have been go. fun if we just, like, let the, let it go and just, like, had people. I in. wanted his reaction. Yeah. It would yeah. be because I've been trying to mess with him for the past thirty seconds about it, and he has been <laughs> lost in the ether. Just I lost in the black hole. I lost in the black hole. Uh, but yeah, I would just want to be in a black hole just so I could say, "I know what's in a black hole." Einstein. Huh. I I don't know. I'd like to go ocean. I think you could do ocean too. I saw the coolest video of an octopus turning into a balloon today. <laughs> an octopus balloon, obviously, but a like from Shrek. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, like it just expands. You. you Octopus expands out. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just a really cool video. You guys ever been in a hot air balloon? No. I have not, and I so badly want to be They're in it. They're cool. I they don't have in a landing, giant though. wicker basket. That sounds fun. They don't land too goodly? No, they land real bad, to be honest. Good. Really? Yeah. Good. Good to know. Wait, yeah. most of the because things what do you that think... you get into land pretty bad. I was going <laughs> to say, true. also, like, you clearly have an experience. What is your experience of landing in an air balloon? Oh, it's just, they're just like, yeah, we're just going to hit the ground. Mm-hmm. And and but the problem is, is it just kind of skips with you and like it almost tips over. Mm-hmm. So that's like not a solid. Do you way. feel like? Do you feel it in your legs? Not, not particularly. Jump at like the right time. No, no, no. You do don't you do have that. to jump? No, you do not have to. He's absolutely. Dan, please don't get in a hot air balloon and then start jumping. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck and roll, Dan. Tuck and roll. I wonder if this wicker will hold me. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I bet if you jumped out of the basket at the right time, it would what? You wouldn't have to just maintain a bad landing. It would just be over. Yeah, it would definitely be over. Yeah, you could actually jump out from a depending, you know, a variable of height, and you're going to have a landing. It's not. 
It would some, stop the bad landing. Yeah, I'd jump out like right before we hit the ground, and I'd roll, and I'd be like, well, now I don't have to be in the basket anymore. And everyone's just watching you do this, like, what? why? We needed the weight so that we could touch the ground. Oh, nope, you're in it longer. Sorry. You're in it. You're, you're longer. Bye. All, All right. right, next question from uh, Ryan. From Chewy oh, C. Uh, let me start with this. I am very high. <laughs> Good what start. A, what a beginning. Great. Uh in episode 37, your newest episode, it was so cool to see you guys more chilled tone. I hope uh, you're all mentally okay because you did a lot, but you had <laughs> such a chilled tone. I could see your natural side come out rather than the one you put in front of the camera. My question is, are there any tricks that you use to get into character to speak for the camera? I think it's funny you think we're doing characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when I do YPR, like that is, that's just me just excited to be telling stories on the internet. When I first met Ryan, I was like, there's no way. And then I met <laughs> Ryan, I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay, he just turns on the camera. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan, I mean, obviously you do different – you and I do specific different characters. Mm. I do think that – well, I think that a lot of people did expect me to, have, like, be the character. And then I would say that I am more subdued in, yeah. like, regular life, right? Like I, I go, think I am, I get pretty too. quiet, right? I feel like a little bit, but – yeah, I don't think it's a character necessarily. I don't think I'm like it's just a part. I have of to you. be happy, Daniel. Now, no, it's not like that. It's like it's a part of me. I can, I, yeah. I don't even. I, I don't even. Yeah, know I mean, like I've seen you act like that outside of the camera, but it's just like certain situations. Most yes. of the time, you're, you're relaxed. Like Ryan is sitting here quietly right now. He doesn't really do that on the camera, but like. He has the ability to just keep talking very fast and loud. With yes. speed, with haste I, all the time. I play, like, 50-some-odd different characters. Obviously, I'm not all of them, but, like, it's not hard to access that part of me because I am still just me. Yeah. I just play five normally now, which is just different accents, but they're all still mostly me. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, well, they're all, like, different facets of me. I, was, I did a series for a while called Headspace, which was, like, the different parts of my personality. But then people were, people got so weird about it because they were like, "You're making fun of like multiple personalities." Or it's like, "No, these are just I'm I'm doing inside out." Like, this yeah, is, this... I thought your comments would be more like, "Why are you just copying Thomas Sanders?" I didn't even know Thomas Sanders did a thing like that. I did think that's him. Yeah, I don't know that. No, I, I thought know. he did. Honestly, I I hear people compare me to Thomas Sanders a lot, but I don't know Thomas Sanders' work. And so I just know that he's, like, apparently a super nice guy that, like, does – I've seen some of his, like, musical stuff, mm -hmm. but that's about it. And so yeah. I'm, I'm always like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that cool where I've watched enough stuff to know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know uh, nothing. Yeah. Jon Snow. I live under a rock. Next question from Laura M. Nope. No? I messed it up. I totally – From Wolf, Wolf D. D. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. It really helped me pull out of a mentally low period I was going through for a few months. It's been a joy to binge the whole series and see it grow and change from episode one until now. Anyway, I just have a small question. Sometime back, Ben mentioned that at the end of every month, there would be a Patreon-only episode that has all the leftover fan submitted questions. However, I've noticed that there seems to be only one episode like that. Was that idea next, or have you just not had any chance to really do it yet? Either way, love you guys. Keep it up. Can't wait to see how the podcast continues to grow this year. Uh, Didn't have time. Di yeah. <laughs> things We have ideas, uh, and sometimes our ideas don't match the the energy or the time of the day that we have. Yes. So uh, we are – since we're recording all the podcasts together and we're recording a whole month at one time, it's going to be easier to do certain things like that. But, uh, you know, previously we may have said that we were going to do the leftover episodes. We might revisit that. 
it's easier now that we're all together once a month to do it. Uh, but it kind of just fell by the wayside because we had so many other projects that we were working on. Yeah. I mean, it, God, in between Ben's touring, Dan's like pitching TV shows, and my filming a special, it was just like, this is not going to happen. The right fact now. that we got any episodes out this year already has been. Is incredible. It's a miracle. Right. Yeah. Uh, next question is from Bree K. Hello, hello, hello. The good, the Dan, and the Florida man. I have a little confession. Sorry, I'm on a phone. A little <laughs> confession to make, but also a question. The confession is that Ben looks really smoochable. Ooh. Uh, I would give Ben one smooch. <laughs> The next part. <laughs> so you'd get and off before you die. <laughs> and Ryan and Dan get a smooch on the cheek. Oh, you're so kind. Uh, here comes the spice. question. Under any circumstance, who would you smooch for the po- from the podcast? Wow. Uh, can be on the lips or on the cheek or whatever. You could be drunk, totally sober or whatever. Is this a uh, weird question? Yes, Yes, of course it is. Also, (laughs) love you guys. You make me laugh every week. Lots and lots of serotonin, and I'm loving it. Have a nice day, Bree. I would kiss both of you on the lips right now, but I know that would uh, people would go insane if we did it, so I'm wouldn't. I'm not going to do that. But it's not because of you, and it's not because of me. It's because of the people on the podcast. because I'm gay. I I refuse to give the podcast listeners what they want. (laughs) I feel like I would just kiss whoever wanted it more. You know, I feel like that's just the fair. And it, oh man, I just watched Ben look over at me like, no. <laughs> it's and Dan. I would not kiss any of them. That's wow. fair. Because they're not. Ryan is straight and Ben is bi and I'm gay. And I only want to kiss gay men. Wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Discriminatory. I but yeah, know, but I love that for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. I don't kiss straight guys. I'm sorry, but Ryan. I know. No, that's okay. I, I know it. that's probably hurts, but ugh. I mean, uh, obviously it hurts a lot of it. But you know, I but, also think you know he's mostly just happy that you called him straight. <laughs> it's just so nice. It's like, do you know how nice that is to be after years of people. Years of bullying. Well, I mean, it, gosh. I've been. It's one of those things where I know that I always laugh about this because I'm like I've been called so many gay slurs by people that I'm just like that I have multiple gay friends that I grew up with that are like deserve them. No, I don't think so. But I have multiple gay friends that I grew up with that are like Ryan. I don't know how to tell you this, but you've been called more gay slurs than us, and I don't (laughs) like it's like we've been together at points where people have called out me. It like, oh man, you're really gay, and like my buddies are sitting there who are gay, and they're just like, hmm. okay, this is wild, yeah. <laughs> and that's what you call allyship. Yes. Yeah, I allyship. guess. You're an ally. Also, I changed my answer. I actually would kiss you, but I'd kiss you guys both on the forehead, like a good fatherly kiss. Oh, that's nice. That's what I do. You guys won't right now. I would be like, you won't kiss Ryan on the on the forehead right I now. Can't I can't kiss you on the forehead mm, right now. Uh, just checking. Did you ask? I'm sorry. Did you ask if you could kiss me on the forehead? No, so why can't he kiss you on the forehead? Because right he said Ryan. I kissed both of you. Oh no, both. he said both. But you got excited. Fatherly. No, that's what it was. Oh, I do. I do love did, forehead kisses, yeah. though. I think those are the sweetest version of kisses. Are you, are you worried about doing this on the podcast right now? No, not at all. I just love. I just didn't do it. Just here. Do you consent? That's a fine. I don't. Okay. No, actually, that's a terrible <laughs> joke. That's... What were you gonna say? What? Hmm? Hmm? What? Don't hey. worry about it. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, uh, I know Dan just announced on the podcast that I'm by. I will not be answering any further questions. Thank you. Oh, I don't. Did I just out you? Yeah, I'm you did. 
I not noticed, really. Not really. You do it at your. Well, the only reason I say it is because he says it at his comedy shows. I don't. Well, here's the. I don't consider it outing me because I wasn't in anything. Like people, people. I've never, I've never told anyone that I was straight either. And you made assumptions. Yeah, people Whoever just you assume. But also, most people don't assume. They just people. Well, most people that do assume. Right? Most people that do assume assume anything but straight. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it, it's mostly just. It, it's never like gay. I don't get gay very often. Yeah, which but you get an I think kind of rude. Uh, <laughs> I get I, that. If no one ever thought that I was gay, I'd be a little offended at the work that I put into my body. <laughs> to be honest, like I, I'd be a little mad. I like to be a mystery. Oh, oh you don't have to worry about you that. You like to be shrouded <laughs> in mystery. Yeah, I guess a little bit shrouded mystery. Um, I don't think androgyny is the correct term specifically, but it is just sort of an androgynous thing where if, if people meet me and by the end of it, I want them to go, mm, I don't know. What was that? I recently had an experience where um, Mm -hmm. I went to a regular gay anime night. Just a regular gay anime. Yeah. Yeah. We did it regularly. Versus those hentai gay anime nights. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Those are very irregular. Ryan, what is hentai? Oh, it's it's this thing where you go camping in not a tent, but a hent with this guy named Ty. I don't like what you've done. Good. (laughs) Good to know. Ryan's preferences in porn. Um, <laughs> no! Anyway. No! Ryan that cannot the be the more, new ongoing joke. The more tentacles, the better for Ryan. Uh, we know what he's into. Uh, well, he's not into women, so. Yeah. No. He hates those. Hates the women. He's straight so. for octopus. Ooh. This is what I hear. Uh, look, you, you had such an easy that's joke for I octopusy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, that's why I didn't show you the octopus video. For the balloon one. Uh, yeah. We need to say focus right now, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It just be but... rock hard as like, diamond in an ice storm. Wow, your fans are going <laughs> to have a lot of questions for their parents after this one. Anyway, I uh, went to this anime night regularly. And then one week, uh, we're all talking. And they were like, Literally, it's a whole group of gay guys. And so I, the assumption would be that, like, I am also gay. Mm-hmm. But they fully were like, wait, you're gay? Are you Are you sure you're gay? Mm. Right? That's a like, question most people just have for Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Are you no, sure no, no, no. But it's, it doesn't go that way. It's never, are you sure you're gay? I wish I got that question occasionally. But no. instead, it's, are you sure it's you're straight? It's a hard one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a hard, yeah. you're straight. Or, or, or And gay. most of the time, it's... It's being told you're gay or you're you're at least bi is what I get told all the time. You're at least which I didn't know that it was at least. You know what I mean? I didn't. It's not how that works. At yeah, all. that's what I thought too. I was like, hmm, or okay. so I've been told. I love it. <laughs> A mystery. A mystery. Next question uh, from Anne B. Hello, boys. I have a quick question. All three of you have ADHD, and as someone who is also diagnosed, I have to ask: How do you do a thirty to sixty minute set without notes? It seems like a small miracle that you don't lose flow. Thanks so much for love for the rest of the Bucheri family. Bucheri? Bucheri. Bucheri. Italian. I was trying. Fam. Thanks, Anne. Uh, very simple answer. We're stimulated. Yeah. I roll with it, to be honest. Yeah, I. Yeah, you just sort of learn that over time, I feel like. You just learn to kind of like, if something is missed, you can always bring it back in another mm-hmm. part of your set. Also, sometimes I just go off on tangents. Like, sometimes I just roll with the... Sometimes I follow the rabbit. But also, I will say this. 
Like, I cheat because all of my stuff is stories and all of them come in chronological order. So for me, like, when I did my Girlfriends and Girlfriends set, I was just like, I'll just walk through all of my dating history exactly as it happened. For How to Survive Plane Crashes, it's just, I'll just walk through every time something tried to kill me in chronological order. So it's just like, explain your life. Okay. So I cheat that way. Um, I also do stories, and it's a lot easier once you start a story to not fall off the flow of the story. But I think the most important thing is, like, doing stand-up comedy stimulates us and that's how you cure quote-unquote adhd by stimulating the understimulated part of the brain yeah it's kind of hard to lose focus when you're standing in front of a crowd talking (laughs) right like you kind of have to just be like i feel like i know what i'm gonna say next or else right like that's the whole situation have you guys (laughs) ever had that though where you're standing in front of a crowd and you're doing the same set that you've done for a while and then all of a sudden you're just in a whole different world yeah. Okay, just making sure. It was oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. Definitely. It's a weird moment because people <laughs> pick up pretty quick if all of a sudden you're not there anymore. You'd be surprised how few people actually pick up on it. Depends on how long you're out in the That's woods. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, sometimes I like I forget the audience is there, it feels like. I, so I, I, I have, like, more of that, like, type of ADHD where it's just, uh-huh. like, I lose focus on, like, who who's in the crowd or anything, and then something will happen yeah. where, like, Someone will smile finally, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm performing for people. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to do that a lot. I would kind of just kind of forget that the crowd was there, and I was supposed to be performing for them. So it's been more of a conscious effort to make sure that I'm present and I'm in. Because sometimes I can just put it on cruise, and I'll just, like, just muscle memory my way through the set. But, yeah. like, I, I try not to. I try to focus. Like, if I feel myself slipping like that, then I'll just kind of, like, force myself back into whatever joke I'm telling and take a second. That's why I kind of have a very performative set, I feel like. I had to, like, make my set more exuberant and more like, hi, ah, just so that I am very involved in the set. Yeah. Even then, the more you do it, the more it'll just become muscle memory. And even with the the flails and the the, all that, it's still going to be, like, just a muscle memory thing that you can slide right out of. Yeah. It is great, though. And I love it. Okay, next question from Laura M. <clears throat> Hi, guys. I'm very curious about if you ever watched Avatar The Last Airbender. If so, what sort of bender do you think you and the other podcasters would be? One stipulation, none of you can be the Avatar with all four skills. Sorry, not sorry. Love the nerdy talks and laughs. Shout out to Doc and Abs Labs watch parties. I've never had so much fun chatting with total strangers. Laura. That's so nice. That's so cute. Also love Abs Labs. We do love Abs Labs. I think I'd be a waterbender. I'm sorry, not a water, an airbender. What? I think I'd be an airbender. I feel like you'd be a firebender. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but it's not anger. No, it's... I think you'd be an apathetic firebender, yeah, which I think well, makes just, it funnier. I just think you have not. It's, I don't think. It, I don't think it's anger either. I think the apathy goes with the airbender style more so because they're very go with the flow and things just happen around them and they exist in it. Also, you can pull the air out of someone's lungs. That part, yeah, too. See, that yeah. part makes you a firebender yeah. in my heart. No. You'd be like uh, a new age airbender, a Korra era airbender. What about you, Dan? What would you be? I'd probably be... Ooh, I want to say water. I want to say water. I'm getting earthy vibes from you. I could I could do earth, too. I could see earth. Those are opposites, you know that, right? Yeah, but I, uh, either way... Maybe it's like just a a I guess air thing. and earth is more opposite. Yeah. I, I was thinking I'd probably do earth just because i would have so much fun going up and down on like 
I, I do like the earth skating that they do, or like yeah, the earth yeah, sledding. Yeah. The sledding, and that's all I. So that's all I do for my entire life, and then I'd die. Like that would be the end of it, and I'd be happy. I would have lived a happy life. So the the earthbenders are very sturdy. They're just they're they're stubborn. I think is the personality trait. Oh. They're sturdy I and stubborn. I could see you being an earthbender that can do lava bending. You really just want this fire thing. I, I think know. so. Yeah. I could see it though. You'd be very strong, very strong willed. Right, like very like, you just have a little bit of a burn to you. You know what I mean, and that's not sure. a bad thing. And it's fun. I don't think you guys have seen me just out and about enough. <laughs> you see me when we're here and like working all the time. See, I almost part of me is like, I feel like I have different personalities that, that could would fit, fit each everyone. one. Everyone, yeah. like gardening, Daniel would for sure be an airbender, where it's like the earth is so beautiful and I love this place, and then. Uh, I feel like regular Daniel is like an earth or a water. See, I'm not thinking of the people that are like in these cultures. I'm thinking about just like the type of person you have to be to control this element. Whereas air is very just like fluid kind of like you have to be one with the air. I just don't see you as like a meditative person. Like I don't see you as like a um, like calm. Yeah, but so uh, you're thinking about the monks. You're not thinking about airbenders. But that's what I'm saying. I don't see you as someone who like meditates. The, isn't yes. that the purpose of no. bending is to access like the peace and the calm and everything. Like, and you do that. Not but I think you do that every... as more of like a, like for instance, when, I, when I, the kind of firebend I'm thinking of is Zuko and Aang going to the dragon dance area. Well, that's, that's because kind of Zuko was airbending with fire. Yes, that's what I mean. That's why I'm saying firebending in that way would be more your style, not the angry like. Well, okay, so what I'm trying to tell you is that, like, this is the – every bender has to have peace with the element they are with, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just the – you're thinking that monks specifically that are meditative, not airbenders. In the show, the airbenders were the monks, yes. Yes. But when you're looking at airbending specifically, you don't have to be a monk to be an airbender. Yeah, but that's why I also said new era New era, yeah. Yeah, new era airbender. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's I, what I was getting at. I probably would be one of those people that doesn't have the ability to control it. <laughs> I'd just be a human being. <laughs> I would just be a regular dude. I'd be the guy in the show that's named Kevin. Like, it's just, ah, there's Kevin. What's You'd he do? Ca- I'm the cabbage guy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You're going to be cabbage guy. Uh, my cabbages! Um, yeah. I think, Ryan, you'd either be a waterbender or no bender at all. <laughs> I don't think I could see you as earth or, or fire i could have the most fun with earth but i think probably water would make a lot more sense yeah you're either a water bender or you're not yeah i when you said no bender i didn't hear no i thought you said nail bender and i'm just picturing me just as a construction bender like the super bob the builder just fiery <laughs> nails out of my hands like just... the worst mutant in the x-men <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, we yeah, that's it? much bigger thing. Yes, we can. Uh, hi, my best friend and I love listening to your podcast, and it's a go-to hangout activity. My best friend is also my ex. Ooh, interesting. And recently, he's been acting differently. Uh, we dated for five years, and then we broke up because his, this toxic person got in between us. Uh, that person has since been cut out, and we've both drastically changed to the point to, that our communication styles and love languages are no longer the same. That's sad. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's no, flirt- uh, pretty sure he's flirting with me, but I don't want to ask. I wouldn't know what to do if he is because I, sorry, <clears throat> I wouldn't know what to do with uh, what to do if he is. 
because I don't really like him that uh, like that anymore. I'm interested in a girl at work. So my question is, how do you know if a guy is flirting with you? You ask. Yeah, you do. Sorry, I looked at the wrong camera for that Communication. one. Communication. You yeah. have to ask. If you don't actually talk about the things that you need to talk about, you will never know the answer. Bring up the fact that you think things have changed. Ask him why. Talk about it. If he likes you and you don't like him, you tell him that you don't like him like that anymore, and you move on from there. It doesn't have to be weird, but it does have to be talked about. Also, I don't think it's weird that your guys' love languages aren't the same anymore. That's incredible. Honestly, probably what was happening is that you were both forcing yourself to like the thing that, the, that you thought the other person liked because very obviously you're not comfortable with communicating. So you need to open that up more uh, and be yourself. It's a really good thing you got out of that relationship because you were going to box yourself into that relationship. You were going to be the love language that you thought he wanted you to be, and that's not okay. Learn to be yourself, learn to love yourself, and learn to just talk. Also, I don't know how to tell you this, but, like, don't don't be best friends with your ex. Like, just don't. Like, that's not a good idea. If you're curious about why this is happening, it's because you guys never set up boundaries anymore, and so you don't know. And if you ever want another relationship that could be long-term, stop hanging out with your ex. It's not... Or you're going to have to explain this to your new significant other, Who's gonna hate it? There are certain there are certain situations where that could that I would disagree with that, but I think most situations is spot on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just feel like being friends is weird, especially after that point, because you kind of are in a like you know each other in a different way. in a very different way, and then no matter what you do, it's gonna come off flirty because you guys just know each other so intimately, right? As well, and so that's why communication plays a big role is because at the end of the day. You need to, like you said, Ryan, set the boundaries, make sure that it's there, and communicate like Ben said, and just be like, what are we doing? What is the situation? Because you just know each other too well at that point, I feel like, and no matter what you do, you're going to either have the desire to get back into the relationship, which is maybe what he's going through, uh, or just be totally like, I don't ever want to do that, which is what you're going through. So If if he has the desire to get back with you and... Uh, you're not moving along at all and you're not uh, allowing him to move on at all because you refuse to tell him that you don't like him like that anymore, you're just hurting him. Yeah. Also... Also, people only keep people around for three reasons. I would say probably four to in reality, but it's sex, money, social status, and the fourth one would be emotional, like, stability. Yeah. You are using him. He is using you for one of those four things. You gotta know which one it is if you're okay with that. You're probably not, because normally all four of those things are not good if you're using someone that you used to know like that and keep them around. So don't, don't By the do way, that. that sounded like it was a negative thing. Emotional stability is not a bad thing, and most of, the fr- most of the time that you hang out with your friends, it's because they bring you some sort of emotional happiness or joy or stability. That's true, but at the same time, you also got to be careful if someone is using you to just be their emotional stability. If, yeah. if someone is using you as a crutch so that they don't have to deal with emotions themselves, that's yeah. when it becomes a problem. I would agree with you on that because, yeah. yeah, that's what friends are for. But that's also what friends that you have not, you know, dated are for. As also, well. ask the girl on a date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, ask her out. That'll f- solve all your problems. Yeah. Just ask yeah, it'll, her out. It really it might. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Prioritize yeah, that. We have, we if have, you're we, interested, pri- prioritize that. Yeah, we've got, we've got faith in you. Good luck. Good luck and Godspeed. Uh, all right, next question is from Abby S. 
Hey guys, every week, uh, every every week, every week I look forward to your podcast. It always makes me smile and lifts my mood. I have two questions. As comedians, y'all definitely travel a lot. Do you guys have any tips on packing, especially for a brief trip out of state? And my second question is for Ryan. How much flannel do you have? <laughs> Keep being amazing people you are. Thanks, Abby S. You yes, can answer that one first. The second one first. I have one flannel shirt. I have one flannel, and then right now I'm sitting on it, and it's right next to me. I've got a flannel robe that I'm, I'm displaying to the YouTube right now uh, that Abs Lab's intern got me. And oh, wow. I, I, it was for so that I didn't have to wear pants when I'm recording this. Um, here's the thing, though. Ben's room is so hot right now that I can't have this on. The air's on. I, I mean, it's, it's on now, but... It's hot in L.A. right now. It's just hot in L.A. And so I, I can't put it on, but it's it's so soft and it's so nice. So I'm going to be wearing this around my apartment for a long period. So Ahmed's going to get concerned. Um, but, yeah, I own one flannel shirt, and I, it was given to me a while ago when I started as Youth Pass Rangers. They were like, hey, this is kind of funny. I think you'll you know like it. And I've just I've had one flannel shirt. And also because it's thin, it's nice. Uh, like to wear on stage because the hot lights don't get too bad. So yeah, I like that. Flannel. This is a lot more of an answer than I was expecting. Look, I could talk about flannel for a while. Okay, I if we want to, I know. I mean, I've got different colors flannels, but most people are just asking about the red and black buffalo plaid one. Yeah. My only advice is buy an RAI backpack. Uh, my roommate lets me use his, and honestly, it's incredible. And I'm definitely getting one. So buy an RAI backpack. Okay, it's perfect for carry-ons. Let's see. A uh, brief trip out of state. Are you driving? If you're driving, you can pack a simple bag that has just a quick overnight or whatever. Um, the things you need to grab quickly, like your your toiletries, just maybe a, a change of a quick change of clothes. Anything else you want to bring, you can just throw in the back seat. It, that's the beauty of having a car. If you're flying, um, you get a carry on and a backpack. So keep your valuables, laptop, whatever in the in the la- in the backpack. Also, quick access stuff, uh, an extra outer layer. A hoodie can go in there. I like to wear my hoodie on the plane because it gets cold in the air and it's just an easier way to pack it. Um, so a quick change of clothes, your night, the stuff that you wear at night if you're bringing pajamas, uh, your toiletries go in that backpack. Everything else you just shove in the, the carry-on. Um, if it's just a short trip, you shouldn't even need a carry-on. Like three days, I could do a three-day trip in, with just a backpack. I don't have to anymore. Because I, I'm an American Airlines Advantage member, and I get a free checked bag. And so I take advantage of that. But, yeah, you can do a three-day trip with just a backpack. Uh, get three different sizes of luggage. You want a, a small carry-on, and you want two sizes of checked bags, a medium bag and a large bag. Large bag is if you're gone for a long time or you have a lot of stuff that you need to bring. Medium bag is if you're gone for, like, maybe a week, you know? Uh, so... Just learn your own way to pack. There's no one way to do it. There's no wrong way. Uh, if you want to look up how to roll clothes, you can save some space with rolling clothes. But you, you, really, you don't need to do that. Um, the other thing that's a really good tip, uh, pants can be worn more times than once before washing. You don't need to bring a new pair of pants or a new pair of shorts for every day that you're gone. I Sometimes if I'm gone for like five days, I'll just bring one pair of jeans because you can wear them four times without washing them. And then I wash them when I get back. But jeans, you don't have to wash all the time. Unless you poop your pants. Unless you poop your pants. And then you, you have to be prepared for it. In case you do that regularly, you should bring eight pairs of pants yeah. for a two-day trip. If your diet is messed up and you poop your pants. If you have IBS. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, though. Uh, Next question. Do you guys have any other tips? Nope. Yeah. Okay. 
This is from Sharon S. Ben, you've mentioned before on the podcast that you don't drink and that you have, quote, never had an alcohol. I was wondering if there's a reason. I only ask because I'm 19, which is the legal age in my province, and I've also never had an alcohol because I've never seen the appeal in drinking. I never liked how my parents act when they got drunk. Uh, as a kid, it was just annoying, but as a teen slash young adult, it's gotten worse. My mom gets spacey while my dad gets loud and angry. Not at my mom, mostly at me. On top of that, I grew up going to house parties every weekend, so I was constantly surrounded by drunk adults. And seeing how dumb people can be when they drink made me never want to try it. I also have severe ADHD and have been taking medication uh, for it since I was eight. During high school, I was told that I act drunk slash tipsy when I'm off my meds, which made me more confused. I've been taking this medication for years so I can function like everyone else, but other people want to drink so they can act that way that I do off my meds, question mark. Now, if I go to parties, which isn't often, I won't take my meds that day, so I act more like everyone else, but with the added bonus of I can safely drive people home. I'm sorry if this is a little too serious or personal, but whatever. whenever Ben says he doesn't drink, it makes me feel validated in my decision to not drink myself. Thanks in advance. All right, I have two responses to this. Uh, one, if you're not taking your medicine simply because you think that makes you act like everyone else is when they're drunk, stop doing that. Stop it. You should not be changing the way that you act or live just because you think other people will accept you for it. That's ridiculous. And you're being ridiculous. Maybe uh, get get to a therapist um, about that. And the actual question, is there a reason that I've never had an alcohol? Yes, there is. Thank you for asking. <laughs> also, yeah. if it makes you feel validated, uh, 21 was the legal age for drinking in the United States, which is where I, I think all of us are from. Well, except for Dan. Yeah, Dan's from Zimbabwe. Um, but uh, I, I didn't drink until I was 21 because uh, it would require a fake ID. And I'm just, I'm too much of of that guy. I'm too much of a rule follower. And yeah, so if you feel that I drink. I don't do it all the time, but weekends, yeah. If I'm dancing, maybe I love drinking. Uh, that being said, I think it's a powerful message that you said at the very end where you were like, yeah, I love that Ben validates you. And I feel like that Ben does that for a lot of people. So yeah, yeah. Glad. Very glad. Don't tell um, anyone. Don't tell anyone. He only validates one person. He'll kill you. I'm right here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this. Sorry, I get 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 it. Uh, don't worry about it. It's like an online username. It's an online username with a lot of letters and numbers uh, and symbols even. Um, hello. First of all, I would like to say I love the podcast. As someone who has had crazy and stressful home life, I love listening to you guys banter. It's very calming. Anyway, for the question, I am listening to a podcast called The Amelia Project. It's about an organization that helps people fake their deaths. And I got it got me wondering, if you guys had to fake your death, what would be the reason why? And also, how would you resurface? I.e., who would you become? Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Sincerely, that name. I have an answer already. Perfect. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I would probably fake my own death because I was tired. And then I wouldn't resurface. You wouldn't resurface. I would not. You would never see or hear from me again. Okay, but if you were forced to resurface, <laughs> I guess that's how you'd get. Well, you have to be a person somewhere. Would so what would it's you do? It's adorable that you think someone can force me to resurface. <laughs> so, so if you had to exist somewhere, mm -hmm. I would. You're just not going to tell because you've actually probably thought about this plan enough, and you don't want anyone to come and find you. I can't have people finding me. Yeah. Okay. I had a feeling. <laughs> um, I was like, honestly, it seems too planned out. I was like, I just don't think you can out yourself right now. There's a. There's a lot of places I could go, right? Yeah, I feel like there's like an eight-step program right now with you. Eight's a lot. 
You're right. You're right. There's a one-step program, and then it works out from there. <laughs> like, yeah. I make the steps up as I go. Yeah. Dan, what about you? How would you fake your death? And uh, how would you Why would you fake your death? Oh, why would I fake my yeah, death? That was uh, the question, right? Yeah, I think it's why. Um, oh, why? Yeah. yeah. Why would I fake What would my be death? the reason why? And then how would you resurface? I don't know. That would be that would have to be like a pretty crazy situation to have to fake my death. I feel like I would tell most people if I was just like, "Hey, I'm going to disappear for a while, but good luck." Uh Communication is key. Um, <laughs> not when you're faking your death. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I would. Yeah, again, I don't know. Um, hmm. I I think it would have to be like a Dave Chappelle Tupac situation. One either to like escape if I was like too famous, <laughs> which is probably never going to happen that way. Um, and also, and or just for the clout of it. The Tupac way, right? Just being like, sure. And he disappeared, and no one knows where he is. And then yeah. like, have like occasional pictures pop up on the internet where I'm like in Africa, because that's where but I'm from. But it's a little blurry, right? Yeah, just like a little blurry. So where people are like, this is where he is, and then they're like, well, we can't find him. And it's like, I don't know. Whoops. Then you become an internet theory, and you live in infamy. I like it. That's and fun. then if I had to resurface, I guess I'd just be like, it's me. Hi, guys. So you would just Hello? come back to the world. I post yeah. a video on TikTok. It's me. <laughs> I'm still alive and check this stuff out. Dan's like, it's I had a nice break. Me. I took a nap. I feel better now. <laughs> I feel like I would, I would, like, why? I feel like, like, if I started getting, like, if I started getting death threats that felt more real yeah. um, instead of just funny, I'd, uh. You'd beat them to it. <laughs> yeah yeah i would beat them to it with faking my own death and i think I, i'm not sure no i am sure how i'd do it but that oh. gets to remain a mystery and uh how i'd resurface i'd probably uh if, if by resurface you mean like come back as someone else i would uh yeah what would be your life after that i'd probably go to canada because i know that most of the border isn't patrolled and so i just go over i would where uh, would you cross vermont it's patrolled there that's really not not no. Not. It's not. They have a sign that says yeah. I Canada, yeah. A little basket of flowers. I don't know if it's like <laughs> illegal to admit this, but when I served my mission in Canada, we were at the border, and then we crossed the border. We weren't allowed to do that, so I broke the rules. because uh, I'm a rule breaker. You're a rebel. Um, <laughs> I'm such a rebel. And um, they let you stay in the church. Yeah. Well, we didn't. <laughs> Thank show, God you didn't we drink took pictures. caffeine. We took pictures. Me and my <laughs> companion took pictures, and then we were like. This was bad. God's <laughs> disappointed with us. <laughs> and uh, we deleted the picture. Um, so, yeah. It oh, wasn't that's it. funny. We just found, like, a random spot, too, on the border. Yeah, because there's we were just like, like, other than main highways, most of it's not patrolled, Yeah, um, which is super chill. Uh, we got a last question from Junior D. I just got past episode 33 and I heard the question about Marvel characters being part of the LGBTQIA plus family. Uh, what? I'm just... sorry. That's just a lot of letters. It's too many. Can we talk about it? That it's too well, many. We can't. Okay, Dan. Can you talk about the fact that it's too many? Uh, neither can I. Also, I don't mind it. Really? Representation matters. No, no, no. It does. No, and, like, I like it. I'm not upset the representation. I'm, I, I'm aware that it's there for a reason. Yeah. That's a lot of letters. Well, can it, it just a lot of letters? Why yeah. can't Why can't it just be plus? I I agree. I because I like get it. I do like that. Uh, I just. To be honest with you, I don't know enough asexual... I've never met asexual people, or I have, or I just feel like they don't know it yet. 
but I do mm-hmm. like to be inclusive in that like realm. I feel like, uh, but yeah, I feel like there's there's uh, if you're gonna have the plus, yes, why are you gonna have that many letters before? That's what I'm saying. I understand that, and Either I also do feel all like of the I also I well, I'm just of the opinion that we're all do you think separate can... communities? Does that make sense? That's fair, but you're also missing in that one. You're missing two. The exactly. new the new edition of two, which at that point it's like, how do you add? How do you continue adding to a point where it's like, and no one says the same thing anymore. So it's just yeah. like it's gotten too long. It's it's like if I had an organization that was called the the N plus Q T three nine five. You're just like, I will never remember all that, and I'm not trying to be against it. I just don't. Do you I think don't we remember. could turn this into a word? Do you now think I a, like that. Do you think there's enough letters in there to turn this into a word? We can try. I want to do it on the mind though. An anagram. <laughs> See, I'm liking that. Because that that's makes word, a lot right? of sense. Yeah, it is an anagram. Because then it's something that you can say. It's phonetic. It's nice. Like, oh, I like that a lot. I mean, there's a Q in it with no U. That's tough. So, it's, yeah, oh, no. it's almost got to start with a Q. Yeah, or end, end with, with it. With a Q. Yeah. But there is an A and there's an I. Mm-hmm. Plus is going to be weird. Well, I guess it just ends with plus again. What else? Are, what are they missing? What are the letters? L G B T. Oh. TQIA. So now there's two. There's the number two. Oh, the number two? Yep. For what? For two souls. I I have a I have a strong opinion on this. Because Maybe we shouldn't tell on the podcast. Yeah. LG. I've never even heard of it. So I'll explain it to you afterwards. I A. Find words. There's Damn. There's no word with. Okay, take the Q out or add a U. A U. Add a U. Find. Are there like there's six little word. there's a six letter word. Well, you could also like bring parts of the other words in, like yeah. like ga for gay or uh, le for lesbian. Is this a a, we- an, a, a, a website a that'll let yeah. you do like two words? Uh, sh- no, I don't. Because so. if it'll let, yeah, if we mm. just if put it'll all let the words... you make two words. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey guys, uh... I think our ADHD is showing. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> Can just I see start. the rest of the? Wait, what did it say? Oh. Um. One quick correction here. It's not Superman himself who is bisexual. It's his son, Kal-El, a.k.a. John Kent. But with that in mind, how would each of you incorporate a new hero that is LGBTQIA+. Would you? Would it be a son, daughter, non-binary? Uh, in which part of the LGBTQIA+, would you want them to land? What's a quick summary of their journey? Love the podcast so much. It helps me on my crazy overnight schedule. Love you tons. Junior Doobie. 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 I don't know, dude. Uh, I think I'd like to make him a superhero where it's just like a part of his, you know, backstory or whatever is being any of the letters, but it he doesn't talk about it. And it's just a thing. It's just like a whatever. Like he just saves the day and people are like, uh, did you just kiss that man? And he's like, yeah. Um, and like that's all he ever says about it. Yeah, I just make a gay character named Ryan that's into hentai. And, <laughs> so that would be his superpower. Uh, uh, I don't know. What I just, would he look like? Like hentai. I he just have big titties, those huge hentai titties. I feel like that would be very fun. Um, I honestly would probably incorporate it into. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of stories that like you could incorporate that into, and I don't know. I don't know if it's just it's just never been done well is no. is my problem. Well, anytime... and I think that's the thing is you have to write from experience. And so, yeah. like for someone like me, I obviously would write a gay story because I can actually relate to that and be like, 
what would I want a superhero to look like? I don't know if I've like given it that much thought, but I would want it to just feel like a normal superhero. Yeah, that's kind of what that's what I want. I, it's going to be the superhero, and this just happens to be a thing. Yeah, it, well, like that's I why I don't think we, I wanted to. I wouldn't want it to be someone who was like uh, like a son or a daughter of a previous superhero. I, I'd like it to be an entirely new superhero. Own, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. just kind of their own, because then. You have nothing to compare it to. It's not. It's just this person who is this this person and has always been this. Well, person and iconically me. that person. If yes. you want an iconic superhero, make it, make it so right. Like, yeah. do make them iconically gay or iconically queer or iconically yeah. non-binary. Like, yeah, don't transform. That's what you need to do. That like ones. in order to make it a good superhero story. Like, yeah. I just. I, love, I also. I, I feel like. Anytime there is some sort of like love story background, and this isn't just like any uh, any like LGBTQIA plus, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say LGBT, and then I stopped. Uh, if there's any backstory that involves some sort of romance at all in superhero stuff, it feels forced, and that's even for the straight relationships. Oh yeah. Oh, no, that's 100% true. It doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. It feels well, like gay, straight, or somewhere in between. It just kind of feels like... I, there's yeah. very. I don't think there's very many examples in that we can name in superhero movies, TV shows, whatever, where the love story feels natural, and we're okay with how it is all the time. Well, but that also just goes back to my point of, like, it just needs to feel, like, normal. Right. Like, su- the yeah. ones that do feel good are, like, Clark Kent... And Lois Lane. And Lois Lane, right? Like, yep. that type of stuff... Or MJ and Spider-Man. The sure. reason why is because that was an iconic part of the story. And because the story was good, and because it fits so well into the story, it became the iconic character to have MJ be in a Spider-Man movie, or MJ in a Spider-Man narrative, or Lois Lane in the Superman narrative. So, I don't know. You just need to find a natural way to make it feel purposeful. Yeah, so, and a lot of times when we see the, the representation in the movies and stuff, it feels doubly forced. Yeah, it like, just... we're going to force a love story and we're going to be uh, queer about it. Yeah, I just want I just want beautiful stories. Sorry, I couldn't think of a better way to say that. No, no, no. I, th- I think you nailed it. You know it. what I meant. Yeah, I do, know, I do know what you meant. I hope all of the audience knows what you meant. <laughs> um. I hope they don't. <laughs> I hope there are some people out there that goes, is Ben homophobic? <laughs> and I hope they never get an answer. <laughs> And just like that, the podcast ends. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was episode 47 of The Good, This the was the, the LGBTQ plus IA. IA plus. You messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. He's yeah. allowed to mess it up. He's one of the letters. Uh, but I do, I do want that. I so badly want a gay story. Let's just write it. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, that works for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dan, that. can you what please are you guys take doing point? After this? Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, obviously, Dan's going to take point on that. But very fun. I'm gonna write um, a gay superhero story. Yeah, tune in next week. Uh, we're gonna have uh, another story time episode. Uh, we don't know what the story is. Make sure you guys follow us on Patreon so you get a chance to vote on what story we tell next week. Uh, if you want to find us uh, outside of the podcast, Ryan, where can they go? Youthpastorryan.com. Yeah. Dan, what about you, Dan? Dan Bam Bam on all social media except for Snapchat, which is Dan, Dan underscore Yolo Love. Ben, you know you're allowed to change that now. I don't want to. Okay. You can find any of my stuff on benbrainerd.com. My last name is spelled brain, like the one in your head, A-R-D. If you can't figure that out, try using yours. 
Uh, you can find the podcast at gdfmpodcast.com. Got links to all of our uh, apps and places where you can listen to our, our podcast and YouTube and all that. Make sure you check us out on Patreon. Show support and love to the, 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 the podcast there as well. Uh, we love you. We thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.